The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. So today we are in the podcast studio, and with me is our good friend and chamber board member, Michael Jackson, the one and only Michael Jackson from Meineke. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, glad to be here. Well, we're glad you're here too. Michael, you had um, quite, the, quite the year. Like the last year has been um, probably pretty remarkable to you and others. You opened my Nikki in what March? March of 2020. 2020. Yep. So uh, opened your doors and then closed them again. Right? Yeah. Well, they didn't close them. I got a good team. They were able to stick it out when I was down. So okay. I'll tell you a little. Two bit about two it. things happened, right? Yeah. We have a pandemic, and then you personally were affected. Personally, was okay. Affected, so yeah. talk about that. Talk about COVID. Yeah. So we opened up in 2020. Uh, and then in June, I went down with COVID. So I was sick, wasn't feeling well, said, hey, I'm going to go to the hospital, told my family, went down to the VA hospital. Because mm-hmm. you uh, are a veteran. Yeah, veteran. Yeah. What branch? Air Force. Ooh, Ooh. yay. Yeah. Yes, yes. So went down there to the VA in Phoenix, and uh, I talked to them, and they gave me a COVID test. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you got COVID? And they said, go home. So I did what they told me, and I mm-hmm. went home. And so, uh, you know, I called everybody, said, hey, just want to let you guys know I got COVID. We kind of, you know, made the alert so everybody knew, mm-hmm. you know, if you've been around me, right. whether they wanted to get tested or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then within two days, uh, I was extremely sick. And I guess uh, at some point I was um, had blood coming out of me, and my wife said, well, you need to go to the hospital. So – not really remembering what happened, yeah. I drove myself to the hospital. Oh, and then uh, just from, you know, people kind of telling me, you know, I, I was at the hospital. I guess I checked in. Um, I guess I talked to a bunch of people on the phone and just kind of said, hey, I'm here at the hospital. Wow. And I was talking normal and everything was fine, but they're keeping me. And I said, hey, they're going to do a, a procedure. And then I'm waking up like 30 days later out of a coma. That is just crazy. Yeah. So in the meantime, on the backside of it, your mother and business partner is running Meineke. Her and my brother. With the doors barely open. Yep. And your mom is reaching out to me knowing that you and I had volunteered for spring training for a few days together. Absolutely. And she's updating me, letting me know that you are not well. And... About that time, our board voted you into a board position without understanding what was going on because, well, that was personal at that point. Right. Not everybody knew. And, um, well, those of us who did went to uh, some major praying for you. Absolutely. And 30 days later, you wake up. Yeah, so I had a lot of prayer, um, and then I was kind of able to piece the story together. Uh, So my wife made some really tough decisions when I was in the hospital. 
Um, it was hit or miss. They told her several times that they didn't think I was going to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just basically uh, took a moment to just say, you know, we're doing everything that we can do. And then it was after COVID, there was a blood infection. And then they said, you know, my kidneys were failing. My liver was failing. All these things started to fall apart. And miraculously, uh, they were going to give me, they were going to put a trek in my throat um, to take me off the ventilator so mm-hmm. I can breathe. Yeah. And they called her on like a Monday, said, hey, we want to put him in surgery on Tuesday. She said, well, hey, can you wait? Um, and if you can wait, the doctor said, yeah, we can wait, you know, but we can't wait any longer than Friday. Mm-hmm. So uh, Thursday, the doctor called her, said, hey, we're going to do this. Um, I don't know if my mom texts you at that point, but I know tons of people started praying at that point in addition to every other prayer that was coming mm-hmm. through. Sure. Um, and he said Friday morning I was going to get a trek in my throat and things weren't looking great. Mm-hmm. So my wife said she drove down to the hospital, prayed at the hospital. They wouldn't let her in because at that point they weren't sure. letting anybody in the hospital right. at all. Um, my dad, mom, family, friends, everybody, you know, praying in their own way, different, you know, sharing with people. Yep, sending um, good vibes. Sending good vibes. Mm-hmm. And Friday morning rolls around. Doctor calls my wife and says, he woke up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just said, you know, he doesn't have to get a, he doesn't have to go on the ventilator anymore. He's breathing and he doesn't need a track. Yeah. And, uh, it was pretty crazy. So. Well, and here you are. And here I am. Yeah. Excited to be here. So you spent a little bit more time in the hospital and then you did a bunch of rehab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was in the hospital. Uh, so I told him I was like, "Well, hey, I got to get out of here." As soon as I was, <laughs> soon, yeah, as soon as I could wake up, I said, "I got to get out of here." And uh, they were, you know, they were like, "You can't get out of here." And I'm like, "Nope, gotta go." And they're like, um, "Well, you can't walk." And I'm like, "What do you mean I can't walk?" So I was having all these vivid dreams. So you know, the one thing is, I don't know if it was kind of coming in and out of consciousness. But I remember having a lot of vivid dreams mm-hmm. about people. You were actually in one of them, believe mm-hmm. it or not. I was dreaming about the chamber, and it oh. was it was it was in my dream. Um, oh man! So there was awesome there was here. a lot of stuff going on, and um, I was having these dreams. So I don't know if it was just in and out of consciousness. Obviously, I was on a lot of medication, mm-hmm. but I told him, I said, "No, you guys are wrong. I can walk." I said, "I'd be walking around this hospital all, every night when you guys aren't looking," <laughs> and they're like, "No, you can't walk," and so. Sure enough, once I realized I couldn't walk, you know, I was really upset. I'm like, am I paralyzed? Why can't I walk? And they're just like, no, you're not paralyzed. You know, you just, you've been in the bed for so long. You haven't moved. You lost all your muscle mass, so uh, couldn't walk. So um, it took some time. So I was laying in the hospital bed, and I'm like, well, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And they said, well, we're going to ship you off to a rehab center. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they'll teach you how to walk. And so, you know, I kind of begged the doctor, just said, hey, listen, you know, you're going to send me to a rehab I'm going to sit in this rehab. They're going to see me one or two hours a day probably because there's other patients. You know, let me just go home. He's like, well, you can't go home. And they just kept telling me no and no and no. Finally, they came in. They said, well, hey, listen, here's the deal. Um, You know, we're going to send you up to the people who can make the decision whether or not you can go home. So I said, okay, great. You know, what do I got to do? They said, well, you got to walk. So (laughs) I'm like, well, you know, that's not working out real well. So um, I, you know, I call my wife. I say, hey, do me a favor. Bring me my blue Nikes. And, you know. Well, if you have your Ghostbusters on, you should be able to make some moves, right? So you bring them. She she brings my shoes. You know, I can't even put them on myself. I got to get help putting them on. 
and uh, they put me up on, uh, I don't know, you ever seen those, like, yep, their parallel, parallel bars? bars? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was up on there, uh-huh. and they were like, okay, well, you're going to have to take some steps, and, and sure enough, I all of a sudden, you know, I, I took the couple of steps that I needed to take, and they're like, oh, you did good, have a seat, and then they said, well, you got to show us that you can walk with the walker, and so there's, you know, no way, I'm like, you know, we'll figure it out, let's go, uh, I walked down the hallway with the walker, very short steps, probably took an hour to get, you know, 20 mm-hmm. feet, sure. um, but got yeah, there, did. yep, and then they came back, said, well, one more thing you got to do, you got to walk up these stairs, and, uh, you know, it's just like, okay, <laughs> so they had a little staircase, and there was maybe six or seven stairs, mm-hmm. so I walk up the staircase, and, uh, you know, just, you know, the strength of, you know, God and prayer and, and, and personal will and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody who I knew was dependent on me, counting on me, I made it up the stairs, made it back down the stairs, sat in a wheelchair, probably didn't walk for about three days, but they said, we're going to send you home. And sure enough, they sent me home and, uh, it was, it was just great to be home. It took me, uh, I got out, I, I want to say I got out in August, I think the beginning of August. And I probably didn't walk really well till about the end of October wow. is when I kind of got off of a cane. Mm-hmm. It was about the end of October. So yeah. it was gradual. Humbling experience to have to learn how to walk again. Yeah. Because nobody expects to have to learn how to walk again. Right. Uh, but, you know, just kind of you don't take it for granted. But here you are. Yeah. Here, happy. With your family. With family. Yeah. With friends. With great people like you guys here. Aw. You know. Well, and you've got a great story to tell from Meineke. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. a whole year in business. We got to celebrate. That was our first ribbon cutting that we did. We uh, had a ribbon cutting to absolutely. celebrate your anniversary. And Meineke is the shop of the year. Yeah. So Talk about that. So uh, opened up 2020, mm-hmm. um, March. Kind of, you know, we went through the pandemic stuff. Um, it was tough. We hired a great team of people. Um, so we've got, you know, just a great team. So you didn't close down at all. They closed down for one week. Okay. I thought you had closed and then reopened, kind of figured out how to do it safely and bring in the right people to do it. Yeah, they closed down for one week. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my mom, LaVon, and my brother, Brian, um, they really just kind of spearheaded. So when we were initially getting everything going, I was... You know, I was kind of the front runner. I was meeting with all the vendors and uh-huh. kind of doing the setup and, and really just kind of taking a lot of it on. Mm-hmm. My brother was always going to come over and, and work, but he just, he was working a full-time job and mm-hmm. he didn't have the flexibility to do some of that. So I took all that on. Um, and so then when I went down, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty, like yeah. who's, you know, who's our vendor here and right. what's going on here? Well, yeah, you know, I your mom was busy praying. Yeah, and I should have <laughs> wrote this stuff down, right? So... <laughs> I, none of it was written down. It was all trapped up in the, you know, up here. Yeah. And um, so they they really figured it out. And when I, you know, when I came back to work, I didn't get back to work till really after Thanksgiving of mm-hmm. 2020 is when I kind of started going back. Right. And they had just done an amazing job. Um, repeat customers are coming in the door. Um, they, I mean, just an amazing job they did. People were happy. Facilities clean. Vendors are doing the things they're supposed to be doing. They're helping us. Uh, we're really making an impact in the community, and they just did an amazing job. Our core team that was there mm-hmm. when I when we started is still there, so yeah, they're all existing. Oh, yeah. they're yeah, great team. We treat them like family. I mean, we love these guys. They're they're an amazing awesome. addition 
to our family mm-hmm. and um, they really help us impact the community in a great way. And then you were recognized as Shop of the Year. And we were recognized as Rookie of the Year for 2020. That's so, so awesome. Short year. Uh, it was a short edge. year. Didn't know what was going to happen. Everything was up in the air. Yeah. And sure enough, uh, we just, amazing team and did a great job. Very cool. Yeah. So woman owned. Woman owned. Veteran owned. Veteran owned. That's cool. Super exciting. No, that's very cool. Yeah. So you've, you've got other things going on. Talk about this backpack drive. Yeah, so our backpack drive, we're actually uh, working with the company Operation Homefront. They're a nonprofit. I don't know, is that a company or not? But It's a nonprofit. A nonprofit yeah. organization. Well, so, and that's through Meineke, right? Through corporate. So they're their own entity, Operation yeah, but, Homefront. But the, but the drive is a big Meineke thing, right? No. Is that just yours? No, we're just doing it at ours. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it every, awesome. yeah, so every Meineke donates... Uh, not every Meineke. Every Meineke has the opportunity to participate mm-hmm. in donating to Operation Homefront. So there's they can uh, either write a check at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They can do it based off of oil changes. They can do whatever it is that they want to do. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a collection at the end of the year, and it's going to say Meineke collected this much for Operation Homefront. So it is a Meineke so corporate it, thing. It's a Meineke okay, corporate but thing. But you guys are doing some extra things with this Right. Drive. We're working with the local Operation Homefront um, here cool. in the Phoenix area, uh-huh. and then we're doing an, uh, their 21-22 school year backpack drive. So Very it's for cool. military families, mm-hmm. um, and it's for the children of the military families. Very so cool. really exciting, and we've done—I mean, we've done hundreds of dollars in backpacks. So how much longer is the drive going? It's going until the end of June. Awesome! Yeah, very so cool. It's very cool. All right. We had a uh, Rover Realty. I don't know if you've seen yes. that on my Facebook. Yeah. But they're, they were awesome. Yeah. Came down, donated three hundred dollars to us. Very cool. So that was really amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Talk about this car that we've heard about that you have that you're working on to the one that we're hiding yeah. yeah so we uh we are working on getting a vehicle put together it was not in great shape uh, but it was it was an abandoned vehicle that we had mm-hmm. and we had already talked about um donating a vehicle to somebody in the public mm-hmm. we wanted to do that before we even opened the doors it mm-hmm. was kind of one of our goals yeah. was to do that and we would like to do it Regularly, if possible, we have to see how it goes, but mm-hmm. something we would like to do and give back. Um, and so anyway, we have this Mercedes uh, that we're working on, and we've completely, uh, you know, redone the suspension, put new tires on it, getting Very the cool. engine running the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually working with a uh, EVIT, East Valley Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. So we're working with uh, their automotive program, and nice. we've had a couple of their kids that have interned with us. Um, so one of those kids is interning with us now, and he's actually an employee for us. So he's a paid. He's working. That's he, a cool story. Yeah, he just graduated from EVIT, and, and he just graduated from so high school. He graduated from EVIT, and then he came to work for you. Or well, was he, he was interning while he was in EVIT. He was interning while he was in EVIT, and now he's nice. Yeah, just an employee, and he's the one that's really working on this car. Very so cool. So he's under supervision. Uh-huh. Of you know master mechanic Casey, um, but he is he's working on it. He's putting valve covers together. He's changing things oh, out. I'm sure he's got a lot of pride in that. He oh he That's does. Cool. He's taking he's taking ownership of mm-hmm. it, and it's something that he's doing while he's also he's working. So he's changing oil. He's working on customers' mm-hmm. vehicles. I mean he's a busy kid, and uh, he's doing a really great job for us. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, when we do the big giveaway, we'll have to make sure he's part of that. He'll be wearing his Evit shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Meineke, somewhere on there. Yeah, hopefully we'll figure that out. Yeah, oh, that's we'll get, very cool. But yeah, it's really cool, and we're looking at doing that and getting him hired. So, or he's already hired. He'll just continue. He'll just continue yeah, working. That's very cool. There you go. So everybody else is good. Everybody else is good. Mom's good. Family's good. Mom's good. Brother's good. Team's cool. good. Cool. You? Yeah, we're good. good. Chamber's been busy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about as far as Meineke or what um, else you got going on? No, I just would, you know, I'll just take a minute just to thank the Chamber. It's been absolutely great for us. Made some really great uh contacts in the community mm -hmm. um met some fabulous people through the chamber golf cool. tournament was great <laughs> yes that was fun to see yeah. you so see me swinging at nothing <laughs> so but, i didn't say that you yeah, did <laughs> but it was, it was out there so uh yeah just want to thank the chamber uh being on the board has been great at, you know getting able to listen in and learn from well, and we will start having our in-person meetings, so you'll actually get to meet people in person in soon. So that'll yeah, be absolutely. big. That'll be it's great. been quite a year for many reasons, yeah. and frankly, there's too many people that have never met in person. We need to absolutely. to change that. So tell people where you are. I mean, not right now, not physically at the chamber, but <laughs> where is Meineke located? All right, Meineke is uh, located uh, on the Mesa Tempe border. We're at twenty fifty six. West Southern Avenue. Mm -hmm. um, we're right across from the hospital, mm -hmm. and we're right in between the Circle K and Filibertos. So <laughs> um, that's pretty specific. Yes, so, it is. But from yeah. maintenance to repairs, we care. So. Ooh, that's a good tagline. Yeah. <laughs> and and your website. Meineke.com. We're center twenty eight twenty nine. Twenty eight twenty nine. Okay, and a phone number. Four eight zero five nine seven seven zero one one. Okay. Four eight zero. Five nine seven seven zero one one. All right, and you're on social media. I know you are. Well, I'm on Facebook. I don't. They don't. They don't want us having Meineke stuff so much on social media. But uh -huh. I try to be on Facebook. I know. I follow so you. I try to meet as many people and follow mm -hmm. and. Yes, I, you're very good at supporting others too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's important to support everybody because yeah. people support you and yeah. part um, of the community. I'm trying to trying to do better at it. But yeah, I try to put interest in stuff. I don't know how interesting car repair is for people. <laughs> Most people, it's like the doctor or the dentist. You're like, no, I don't want to go there. So it's, you know, it's good. Uh, all right. So what are your hours? Uh, we are open Monday through Friday, and we're there from 730 to 6. And then we're open Saturday, uh, 7 a.m. to 4. Oh, Saturday so, hours. Okay. Saturday hours. That's yeah. good. So all right. it's a good time. So if you need anything, if anybody needs anything, we're there. We're available. Great. I've got, you know, I just, like I said, I really believe we've got the best team in the Valley. Got a lot of experience, a lot of skills. Yep. Um, AC season is coming. If you need to get your AC looked at, yeah, come that'd check us a, out. That'd be a biggie. All yeah. right. So. All right. You heard it here. Go see Mike at Meineke. Meineke Mike. Yes, that's you. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.